Big Brown Horse Podcasts. to panels and bars if you're new here this is a show where we talk about hip-hop and comic book culture usually you're joined by myself bb manic and my co-host patrick allen but this week it's just me it's going to be a quick episode where i review the batman starring robert pattinson so unless you've been living under a rock you're probably aware that the batman is DC's latest installment in the Batman franchise, or probably latest reboot, as this film takes place in year two. So it's not Batman Begins, Batman is just doing this for the first time. He's been doing it for a little while, but he's still not fully established as the Batman we know. For those that don't know, this movie was first introduced in a teaser trailer in DC Fandom's first event that was a live streaming. It uh, was massively successful, became the number one trending thing on social media. And then when DC did the second a fandom they introduced a longer trailer the funny thing for myself personally i was super excited by the teaser trailer but was less excited by the trailer that followed the longer trailer and that was mainly because i felt the first trailer introduced new elements or was going to introduce new elements that we hadn't seen with this character in film and then the extended trailer just seemed to show me a bunch of things i had seen before in other batman media and that kind of soured me on the whole thing after seeing this movie i will say that that is still true there is a a bunch of stuff in this we've seen before but i was wrong to think that would make it bad what's great about this is it takes a lot of the elements from batman that we know and love and just does them really well there was a few things that i wasn't crazy on that i'll get to but overall i think this is a really well-made film has a fantastic cast and is really exciting and even if you're you feel like you're you're batmaned out and you've seen all the batman movies and cartoons and video games you can take this is just still a really good film it's really character driven it's really well shot the cast is fantastic so obviously as well as pattinson in the title role of batman slash bruce wayne you got zoe kravitz as selena kyle catwoman paul dano as the riddler colin farrell as the penguin like looking unrecognizable jeffrey wright is commissioner gordon john tutoro is falcone and andy circus plays alfred there's a bunch of other incredible talented character actors in this cast as well one thing that is probably not gonna be a surprise to anybody is that the cinematography in this is stunning if you you would have seen it from the first teaser trailer the more extended cuts that have been on the super bowl and tv and uh it just it looks fantastic it kind of takes shades of things like seven and those kind of psychological thrillers it's craig fraser who's been having just an incredible run recently on some other amazing films including dune and the the palette of this film just looks incredible it's 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 moody when it needs to be and there are some scenes that are basically bathed in darkness but it's not completely uh, you know you can see you can decipher what it is you're looking at in the best way so it really plays with that element of batman using the shadows to his advantage Re- highly recommend you see on imax in terms of the narrative it takes a bit from a few different stories including year one and year two and the way it's framed is is through narration so it takes a lot from frank miller's year one book which if you haven't read i recommend it. it's one of the most fantastic graphic novels ever produced one thing that they've done really well and i was and I was actually really impressed by this is the action is fantastic you always know what's going on you always know where characters are you know what the stakes are and whatever you want to say about the various batman films there is a high bar for action nolan films he did a great job but burton's films even though they were more exaggerated and cartoony kind of fit into his vision of things they also have fantastic action sequences and this is no exception one thing i think it does better than any of the other films is its use of the batmobile 
especially in a chase sequence that happens during the film. It's, it's thrilling. It's really well shot. It's really easy to understand, and it just looks super dynamic. And I think it's it's a fantastic use of that vehicle, which I haven't really seen before. If I had to pick a downside, I would say that, unfortunately, I don't feel that Gotham is super interesting in this installment, you know, it, especially in the Burton and Schumacher films. It's this weird gothic nightmare, and there's gargoyles everywhere, and interesting colours. And a lot like the Nolan trilogy before this, and Joker as well. Gotham is essentially a stand-in for New York, Chicago, Seattle. And it's not bad looking. It looks great. There's a lot of attention to detail and a lot of things that you are familiar with or have a Gotham twist on them, things like Times Square. But it's just a shame you don't have that weird kind of huge gothic buildings and stuff but that's a, that's a minor quibble the pacing is actually really impressive this film is nearly three hours long and i only felt it dipped slightly towards the end and even as i was having that thought oh this is starting to lose a bit of pace it picked up immediately so it kind of flies by I, I, I was really impressed by that it tells the story it needs to tell one thing i was also really impressed by is that i don't think it's a spoiler to say that pattinson is batman for like 90 percent of this he's very rarely bruce wayne and when he is Bruce Wayne, you can tell he's not comfortable and he'd rather just be back in the suit. And I think it was Kevin Smith that said this, but he famously said that Marvel makes stories about people that happen to be superheroes. And DC makes stories about superheroes that just happen to be people. So it's a cliche at this point to say, but, you know, Superman, Kal-El, that's who the person is. And Clark Kent is the person he pretends to be. And it's the same with, with Batman. He is Batman in his mind. He calls himself Batman. And Bruce Wayne is the costume that he has to present to the world. And they do a really good job of portraying that in this. I've seen a lot of directors say, oh, this is going to be a fresh look and it's going to be stuff you've never seen before. And even Batman Begins, which I do like as a film, I really like that film. I feel like he kind of stumbles for maybe the first... 10 minutes or so and then very quickly gets into Batman and even though Pattinson's Batman is very capable and an incredibly clever detective he still isn't the Batman that we all know and love and that's what's great about this film it's watching him not only try and solve the crimes the Riddler has left and, and, and save the city but he's trying to figure out what is Batman and how is Batman as a tool that he can use to pre prevent crime and, and, and eradicate crime in Gotham and Pattinson just does a fantastic job I was really excited when I heard he got cast for this because he has been killing it lately and this is no exception you can tell that he was really into this and he, and he really kind of tried to tap into a different take on the character yeah I didn't want to make this too long but I 100% would see this if you're a fan of the comic books and the video games and the cartoons then this is a no-brainer but if you're just a casual fan and you don't really know about the lore and you've never really checked out anything because you think it's just way too much to deal with this is a fantastic place to start it has like i said a killer cast a great look uh the soundtrack is not too much to write home about and neither is the score in comparison to other batman films which have an incredible legacy of mu music but that's a minor quibble one thing i really liked about this as well is in a day and age of a comic literate audience this doesn't shove easter eggs down your throat you know it just is trying to tell a story if there's stuff you pick up on that's great but it's not so much about oh look at that look at it. it's it's just about telling this story and telling it in the best way possible matt reeves has done a fantastic job as director i hope if the sequel is greenlit he gets to do it the cast are fantastic and i would really love to see where they take this version of the universe there's a a nice scene in the ending that gives you a hint to where things could go but the great thing is if this doesn't get greenlit it doesn't end on a cliffhanger um, if you're wondering there is 
uh, post credit scene. It's not super significant, so I don't think you're missing anything if you don't stay. But I think now that I've said that, everyone listening is probably going to stay. So don't blame me if you're not happy with it. But yeah, overall, I... I think I would go as far as to give the Batman four and a half out of five, five stars. Um, really impressive. Once again, just showing that DC, when they let creators, directors, writers, actors take the property and put their own spin on it, they can really produce magical results. It's uh, It gets a worldwide release on March the 4th. I highly recommend you book your tickets now. You won't regret it. See you next time on Panels and Bars. It's probably going to be some time in the week when Patrick and I discuss Batman Forever, the last Batman film to star the Riddler. See you then.